We've been talking the last couple of weeks about spiritual disciplines and how they can provide breakthrough for those of us in our lives who are struggling with maybe addiction or anxiety, things like that. And today we're going to talk about how to fast for breakthrough. Fasting is one of those spiritual disciplines that most Christians know about, but very few Christians actually practice. So remember, here's where we're going with this whole series. If you're looking for breakthrough in your everyday life, don't just try harder in the moment of crisis. We're talking about training yourself using these spiritual disciplines, connecting into Christ so that that vital connection with Christ can give you the breakthrough that you're looking for. Now, today's text comes from Mark chapter 9. A dad comes to Jesus and he says, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He's possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever that spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. And then he foams at the mouth and he grinds his teeth and he becomes rigid. So look at what the dad says. I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Now, I'll let you read this passage for yourself, but basically Jesus ends up casting out the spirit, and then later on, he's sitting down talking to his disciples about it. They asked him, Jesus, why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? And Jesus replied, this kind can be cast out only by prayer and fasting. And so here's the point that we see in this passage. Fasting can unlock breakthroughs in the spiritual realm that will never happen in any other way. Because when you fast, you reaffirm your dependence on God's power, not on your own. So here's what I think was happening in this particular story. Earlier in Mark, Jesus had given the disciples the authority to cast out evil spirits. In fact, they had already done it once or twice. And now in Mark chapter nine, here this dad comes along and they can't do it. So it's almost like the disciples were depending on sort of their own power to do it. They felt like, that. well, they had the formula, right? And so they would say these words and, and then the demon would be cast out. But in this particular case, it didn't work. And so then Jesus uses this story to make this point that there are some breakthroughs in our lives that require prayer and fasting. And the reason is because fasting reaffirms your dependence on God's power, not on your own. The disciples had to learn to depend on God's power in every moment of their life. And I think that's what we need to learn as well. So let's start with the definition of fasting. Fasting is voluntarily depriving yourself of food or drink or some other good thing in order to focus on God. You can fast alone. You can fast in a group. You can fast in crisis or you can do it to prepare yourself for something. Now, strictly speaking, if you're looking at the Bible, every time we see fasting in the Bible, it has to do with food or drink. And I'll let you Google it for yourself and find all of the examples of fasting in the Bible. But nowadays, I think it's appropriate to say, well, I think the principle still applies to stuff like technology or social media. So for example, you young people out there, I think it's a great idea to occasionally fast from social media, fast from your phones, For some of you older folks out there, I think it's great to occasionally fast from Netflix or from watching sports. And so fasting isn't just necessarily about food and drink, even though in scripture, that's usually what it's talking about. Now, let's look at a couple of examples about fasting alone or in a group. The first one is in 2 Chronicles 20. It says that these armies were coming against Jehoshaphat. They declared war on him. And so the king, Jehoshaphat, was terrified And look at what it says there in verse 3. He ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. 
So there's an example of corporate fasting in a time of crisis. And Jesus himself gives us an example of personal fasting in a time of preparation. In Matthew 4, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. So there Jesus is fasting in preparation for the beginning of his public ministry. And one more example, in Acts chapter 14, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned the elders over to the care of the Lord in whom they had put their trust. So in this example, we see corporate fasting for the purpose of preparation. These elders were preparing to take over leadership in the church. But here's what all of this is really driving toward. Fasting is a faith-building exercise. Here's what it's about. It's about releasing control to God. It's not about obligating him to give us breakthrough on our own terms. Now, you may need to hit pause to really let this talking point sink in for a moment, but author Richard Foster does a good job explaining it here. He says, more than any other discipline, fasting reveals the things that control us. In my own life, fasting is a real battle. What happens is the longer you fast, the more you realize that you're missing, you know, food or drink or whatever the thing is that you're fasting from. But it's good because what it's doing is it's forcing you to depend more on God. It's driving you into dependence on God, which is really what all of the spiritual disciplines are about. To illustrate this, let's go back to that interaction between Jesus and that desperate father. Jesus says to him, how long has this been happening? And the dad said, since he was a little boy. The spirit often throws him into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. And look at what the dad said to Jesus. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. And here's how Jesus responded to those words from that father. What do you mean if I can? Anything is possible if a person believes. Key in on that right now. If you're looking for breakthrough in your life. Anything is possible if a person believes. So let's go back to that final talking point. Fasting is a faith-building exercise. I promise you, you will end up with more faith after you fast than when you started fasting. But remember that it's about releasing control to God. It's not about obligating him to give us breakthrough on our own terms. It's about coming to God and saying, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I'm desperate for you. I'm submitted to you. I want your will to be done in my life. Give me breakthrough. So if you've never fasted before, I encourage you to give it a shot.